Shut your eyes. Can you imagine your future? Now, take a step forward. Are you ready to move in the direction of freedom, peace, and possibility? Welcome to The Way to the Top, where we will examine the process of where you are in life and where you are going. Your potential lies in the process not at the top. Watch your life transform before, while on the way to the top. Welcome, everybody. It's Latroya Woods with The Way to the Top today. Just as that promo intro said, it's the process, right? It's not actually reaching the top. Because you begin to understand the unlimited potential that we have as human beings, but understanding the process from where we are to where we're going. My co-host, Mark Maynard, is with me today also. How are you? Uh, Excited to be here, and I love talking about these topics, these deeper topics of understanding the information that's present in all walks, not just in the intellect, not just in what we see in our results, but the information in our hearts and how we can use that to guide us. Uh, So we're going to have a powerful conversation today where we're going to discuss some of the things that we've been experiencing along the way, the journey, as it were. And we love to talk about this journey. So today we're going to get a little more open and vulnerable about the things we've been experiencing as we continue with our journey to the top. Uh, So I want to ask you, Troy, to get this started off, if you would, uh, and maybe just, just looking at not so much right now, but maybe just a brief description of when you began this journey, some of the more impactful things that you had to move through as you started moving forward and growing. You know, so, so maybe just get, get, get us up to date on some of those past things that you've experienced. That's a great starting point, Mark. Um, it's a good question to start with. For myself in the beginning, Right. I, I thought I knew things, but I actually didn't. And to start the conversation off with myself and to understand that I'm aware of this voice and this feeling and this emotion of this inside of my body, being aware of that and, and starting that journey off. For me, the first question, right, because what we do here on Eternal Awakening and what we do here on the way to the top is... We ask empowering questions because then you can have an empowered answer. You could go to different realities. The first question for myself was, you're choosing this life that you don't want. The cookie that I chose to swallow was, you're doing this. It's nobody's fault. The expiration for blaming my parents is now over. It's not the economy. It's not my job. It's not my wife. Right? I'm choosing all of these things. I'm choosing to feel this way. I'm choosing to act this way. I'm choosing to look at things in certain ways. That was very interesting to move through myself like that in the beginning because there was a lot of isolation and I felt very alone. And you begin to realize it's like this million piece puzzle and thinking that I got one or two pieces figured out 
doesn't mean that I know anything. So that was the beginning for me, Mark. I love that. I love that answer and uh, the uh, the authenticity of it, right? To come to the conclusion, to realize that growth requires our willingness to grow. Such a huge word, willingness. Uh, I, I'd like to share for myself that I had a lot of medical events that had occurred with me early on where I felt that I had a decent life built. I had a career. I had good benefits. Uh, I have my own house. We money in the bank, investments, going on vacation. I guess you could say the classic suburbanite lifestyle. Uh, and <clears throat> you would think that in of itself would be a satisfaction in moving forward that, okay, I have some pieces and things are looking good. Isn't that what it is I am to create? I am to be here for my family, to get some income coming in, to present myself as capable in some way that I can now enjoy pieces of my life. And I put the work, time, and effort into doing that. <clears throat> Interestingly enough, though, there, there was just this high level of dissatisfaction in my spirit as I moved along of why am I not happy? Because like, I have a lot of the pieces put together, but I know there's more. <laughs> I know there's more because I'm looking outside of my glass house, and I can see that a lot of people are living lives that I would like to live as well. They have pieces that I don't have. The questions start coming out. How can I have more? How can I be more? Things of that nature started showing up. What I was not aware, though, was the inside game that you had brought up in your conversation. I needed to become aware of that, aware of that, what it took for me to have a better life, to have those pieces in place, was a commitment to myself to look at me and see the, the ways that I was holding myself back. Uh, I know one thing you, you know we talk about a lot is that this is our experience. We have the ability to experience life the way we want to experience it. But that requires self-mastery. And that requires an inside look of how I'm behaving, what the things are that I'm doing. And early on, I didn't realize that that bitterness, that dissatisfaction was building up such a negative vibration that this is a reflex that many of you might relate to. When all that negative energy starts to pile up, we know that if we show others that energy, that they're not really acceptant of it, that society does not want to hear complaining, does not want to feel that negative vibration. People move away from that. Whether or not we think that's right or wrong, the reflex on most people is to suppress it. So how many of you uh, have had that experience? where you have this negative cycle that's happening and you feel the best thing for you to do is not show others that you have that in you. So now there's this negative energy and you're going along pretending that everything's fine because you want the world to think you're okay when you're not. Now, if that's something you've experienced, what we know to be true is that's suppressing the negative energy, compressing it in our souls, in our heart. And as I did that over and over and over again, it ended up manifesting in physical problems. 
the heart attack. I had a VSD repair. I had uh, I had a stroke. I had a major concussion. I actually forgot the main aspects of my 23-year career, how to do my job. That had to come back over some months' time. Uh, all of these events lined up, and I just felt more and more and more pressure of what's what's happening here. I was not aware that was a suppression of negative energy. And that suppression was manifesting in disintegration and disease. Uh, and it was showing up in these major events that I now needed to overcome that as well as other things that I had. So that was my early experience of really getting me towards personal development, towards self-mastery. I realized that that can be pretty motivating when you feel like somehow the universe is moving you towards death. And that can be a very morbid thing to consider. But as things kept happening, I realized that if this pattern continues, I will not live that much longer. I must change something. And that was my beginning to it, uh, to share on top of yours that I really knew that I needed to find some answers. And that moved me towards listening to certain mentors and teachers talk about the self-mastery, the inside-out game. And I hold true to that now. It's an inside-out game that I build my reality from the inside out, starting with the vibration of what I want to exist. And that is a process. Uh, and that is in harmony with what we're talking about here on the way to the top. While I'm traveling to that lifestyle, while my business is expanding, correction, businesses are expanding. As this continues to grow, as I continue to see pieces of success fall into place, I can now start to see what it takes and what it took to get to a place where I have crafted that from the inside out. Uh, so that's a great way to start, uh, starting from the beginning structure and then moving forward. So what kind of things would you say do you feel you've overcome since you committed to that self-mastery? And are there specific uh, moments or events that you could point to that you realized were massive growth opportunities that you took advantage of? You know, the more we begin to talk, and this goes with all conversations, right? The more we talk as human beings, the, the stuff that's inside of us has no choice but to come out. So the conversation begins to come real because you get below the surface the more you talk. And when you have awareness of what's coming out of you and you begin to pay attention to what's coming out of other people, then you can begin to really see that the level of growth that happens with just this conversation that is always taking place with us. So as coming out of that experience, I've taken ownership with myself. Now there's this thing. Have you have you guys ever felt like you're on this emotional roller coaster ride, right? Like your your emotions have hijacked you and you don't even know it, and you're on this ride that you feel like this is happening because of something outside of you, but not really taking ownership of this feeling that is inside of you that you put there yourself, right? Like someone can literally jump inside of you. And say, I'm going to place anger inside of you and hate and joy. Like someone can go in there and do that for you, right? 
So here's the next level of that ownership that takes me, is taking me down this path of self-mastery. What's inside of when we're growing, right? To go to that place that most people don't want to go to. The next thing for myself was those things called emotions, the energy and motion, the energy and movement. Understanding what is inside of this body and taking responsibility, meaning the ability to respond, right? Now, that, that's where the power is. And I had always avoided any confrontation, anything that felt uncomfortable, right? And I would run, and I got very good at running, very good at hiding. My mind would say one thing, my emotions said another, right? And I felt like I was in the ring with myself having a battle that I didn't even know. I was waiting for somebody to save me when they can't even save me because they're in their own battle themselves. Right? Thinking about that. Are you in tune with what's going on with this emotion that's inside of you? How much is it to play in what's happening in your finances, in your relationships, in your endeavors, in being the person you know you can be? Taking responsibility and ownership for all things and begin to realize and the ability to respond, that's where the magic happens because you begin to see that all things, all things are always in our favor 100% of the time because I spent 25 plus years going to that other place, right? Right away, it was the negative feeling or the point in the fingers or they did this or I'm not good enough. I went there and I stayed there and life I rather say God got my attention, right? It took a lot of stuff. My life had to be just messy enough for me to go through some stuff to have this conversation at a deeper level with myself first, then express it in a way where I could guide people to their own conversation. So Mark, emotions, um, something I'm still learning at a deeper level because it stops my feet moving most of the time because I think my emotions are fat a lot of times how i'm feeling is the truth and that's not always the case so as we move down this conversation this i'm going to really begin to really um just get in a vulnerable space of really because this isn't just for myself this conversation right most people don't feel comfortable in their own homes churches institutions with their family right to have a conversation, a real conversation, to talk about the stuff that needs to be talked about and to move through it because we're all going to have this conversation at some point. And until we do, I feel a person's not living until they can grow every day at these levels, right? Just taking a step into the unknown for something you've never done before to move towards your heart and to address what's in your heart without going to the place. So yeah, this is a very fun part of the conversation for sure, Mark. I like the notion of learning about our emotions. And I'd like to keep the conversation here for just a minute about the emotions themselves. What exactly are emotions? And as you said it perfectly, 
I would take my emotions as fact, as almost law, right? And I think that's something that's very powerful for all of us to understand that if we're not really aware of what this is, the emotions that we are experiencing, there are so many different ways we experience those emotions, different ways things show up for us. And we're so familiar with ourselves that we take that flow of what we feel for granted. We take it for granted. We just we just go with what the pattern is that's in us most of the time. And I think it's a really good teaching moment. For me to learn myself at a higher level was an experience. <laughs> it was an experience as I was extremely emotional. And I still am extremely emotional, but I understand those emotions a little bit better now because I've taken the time to look at myself and understand myself. So that being said, a question for you, Troy, and for everyone else. When you're feeling certain ways, if you take that as law, if you say, well, somebody has engaged me, someone yelled at me, here's an example. They've yelled at me and now I feel angry. I feel like I want to just lash back. I want to I want to yell back at them. There's nothing that makes that right or wrong, but to understand why you feel that way and that it's not just the law that we were talking about. So the question is, do you have you had moments where you've seen that? Where you've seen that I have a feeling that's coming up but I'm noticing it, that maybe my significant other is challenging me and I'm, I'm feeling that rage, that, that feeling of defending myself is starting to well up in the background. Have you had times where you've noticed that and realized that you don't have to feel that way? It is not law that you can shift and actually handle things differently, which of course in the long run will change the whole scope of what you're experiencing in life. Because as you shift the way you respond to situations, your whole life changes. So if you had moments like that, and for everyone else listening, have you had moments where you've noticed your behaviors that are in response to other behaviors? You know, I, I have Mark and starting off this conversation with taking ownership for myself first then moving down the path of taking responsibility for myself first, which now it's taken me to another area where it is time to make a commitment to myself first, right? Cause I had put myself on the back burner for so long for 25 plus years, Troy was never first right now. This sounds selfish cause I'm very selfish, right? For a lot of people, you have family, you have kids, you have other commitments first, right? That would make sense. It sounds like that would make sense that those things should come first. Finances, right? All these other outside things, and they are important. Don't get me wrong. But if we're not the best version of ourselves, if there's something in our minds and hearts other than what we desire, there's going to be that something that's always going to be missing and waiting for us at the end of the day. 
that we truly won't be able to provide and create that situation and feeling in the life you would love at that level until you could do it in your own heart, thoughts, and emotions first. So as you were talking about, have I ever had those experiences? I remember this was probably two years into my journey. So 2017, October, where I felt like all those seeds that I had planted in my heart and in my mind and in my emotions began to show up and manifest themselves. They broke the dirt and now they were showing itself to myself, right? I was beginning to experience myself without even knowing it. And it was wrapped up in a moment of what is called suicide. Now, as I began to move through my journey and begin to understand more of what's inside this body and how do I get this body to do what I tell it? Almost like a dog I'm being given a command to sit. I remember there was a situation where myself and my wife beginning to have an argument, but it was, it was very different this time. And this is where the responsibility and the ownership and now the commitment, the next thing that has shown up for me, began to show itself. As I had taken on the practice of meditation, it began to show me by sitting down with myself what is inside of myself, begin to understand the thoughts that are moving through my mind that they're not facts. And so it was just very interesting as what looked like an argument most times between myself and my wife began to show itself different to me the elevated voice the animation and the body language the pitch and tone of things where it felt like attack normally for me and I began to realize there's a communication happening because I now understood my own suffering that now my perception the way I was looking at it changed and I understood that this other person across from me is trying to get my attention, right? And so I begin to take myself to a different level of able to respond, a responsibility with myself and to move. I don't have to choose this, right? My emotions aren't fat, but it took a moment of silence to sit there and to not react right away to actually understand what that is. So great question. And as we come back from this break, just to really think about that, guys, are you willing to go there, to go to that other reality where there's possibilities that you may not even understand right now to move into the life that you would love? Are you willing to see that part of yourself and move there? What do you think, Mark? I know for myself that I have been challenging myself to move into those spaces quite often. Uh, as we move forward and that it's it can be scary it can be adrenalizing but it's so rewarding when I learn more about myself and continue to grow through that process uh, so for any of you that want to check out more of what we're doing check us out on Facebook at internal awakening and come and join us and, and be part of this expansion and we'll see you on the other side of the break process isn't a choice we will be waiting for you at the path on the way to the top thank you for joining us today
shut your eyes. Can you imagine your future? Now, take a step forward. Are you ready to move in the direction of freedom, peace, and possibility? Welcome to The Way to the Top, where we will examine the process of where you are in life and where you are going. Your potential lies in the process not at the top. Watch your life transform before, while on the way to the top. Everybody, thank you back for joining us for this second segment of The Way to the Top as we're talking about what is it like as you're moving through that next thing in your life and you're, you're, and you're growing and to really understand what that actually means when you're growing, right? Because that requires change. It requires something new. Requires for you to re- walk, to choose to go down a path you've never been down before. A choice, a decision. You know, as we start the second part, let's start off by talking about what growth actually is, right? Is we're getting stronger. I believe the only way for us to get stronger is to be given opportunities, situations, possibilities that show up in our life that most people would probably call problems, failure, adversity, right? This unknown, what feels like this unknown place. But in reality, there's some magic in that. There's, there's a prize on the other side of understanding yourself at that level. Right. We can't just be given something and have understanding and awareness and growth. You know, I mean, because you look at it for anybody who has children. Think about the lessons you teach your children. When they're moving through something, do you give them the thing they need? Right. You're, You're looking at I'm going to grow this person into the person that I believe they can be and move them towards themselves but you don't actually give them the thing. You give them a situation or a possibility of choosing to move towards it, right? You, you create, you help them to lift the weight. You give them the situation to grow through. But now when it comes to ourself, why do oftentimes that we choose to look at things as we play the victim, we have the pity parties. Why is this happening to me? And those aren't very empowering questions. Right, because we go to other realities when we begin to have that conversation, and those aren't growth conversations. The growth conversation is what am I going to do today? Right, is yesterday is gone forever, tomorrow may never show up. Right, not only for myself, but people are depending on me to show up right now to be present so I can get the prize so that I can grow. Because really what's the point of and the purpose behind of being here if we're not growing and being the best versions of ourselves every day? If we're making the same decisions in the same ways, in different ways, doing the same things over and over and over, it's kind of like a death in itself. What's the point of living, if you can even say that's living, by doing the same thing every single day? Now, right, everybody's going to have their own idea of that life that they would love. That the life of their wildest dreams. But we're all looking for growth. We're all looking for that love in our heart. And I I would like for us to move down this conversation right here. 
because in the face of adversity, are you willing to choose to place love in your heart as you're moving through this situation that feels very unknown and uncomfortable and willing to love yourself through this process? Because now we're going down this rabbit hole or deeper. This is where most people jump off the ship, right? Um, and not realize, realizing they're the captain, but they'll jump ship because this feels way too uncomfortable. I want that, but I'm not willing to go there with myself. Does this sound familiar to you, Mark? Absolutely. And it, it actually resonates with me when you talk about what the lessons are we teach our children. Because I've seen myself in many contexts where I have self-doubt and I have some confusion in my life, but I don't want to present that to my children. Right. So this was my experience of really understanding myself. Now that I look back, I can really see how it's ineffective to to talk, but not show. To insist, but not example. And it is a difficult conversation to have when it comes to self-mastery. How much are we willing to keep ourselves accountable to what we're willing to change? Are we willing to look at ourselves and say, in what areas can we grow? I know at that time, at one time, I was not willing to. I was not willing to look at myself and say, I need better focus here. I need growth in this area. I need to focus on these things for myself. But when presenting the children it was well here's what you do and here's how you do it and you need to do it this way what's funny is a lot of what i was saying i myself hadn't implemented but i wanted them to so it was a really interesting thing and how authentic can we be with ourselves how honest can we be with where we've gotten to and where we're continuing to get to are we seriously looking at ourselves and saying here's the structure of me and as we talk about in our in our group, uh, Internal Awakening, we talk about topics at this level of the authenticity. Can we have the tough conversation? Can I look at myself without judgment? Can I acknowledge without inundation? Can I see myself and not be upset that I have certain things that I need to work on? Can I look at my anger levels and say, okay, I'm going to acknowledge that it's there, but I'm not going to feel bad that it's there because feeling bad is only going to precipitate more of the same. So for myself, it was having that wherewithal and that dedication to say, I am going to look at me and I am going to work on me every day. I'm going to work on me because I, especially as a coach now and, and mentor and leader, I will never ask of someone else something I myself am not willing to do. And I think that's so important. And as a parent, I know that that is also the best way to lead children. And, and that's the wording, to lead them, to show them by example, to be exactly what you want them to be. And by holding myself accountable to that, I have a 25-year-old son now who has more confidence and more faith in following me now as an adult than he did when he was a child. And that's because when he was younger, I was not exampling what I was explaining to him. I was just telling him to do it. 
So again, authentic conversation, it can be tough sometimes. Are we willing to put ourselves in the spotlight and say, what is it about me that can grow, that can change things that I don't like? What am I dissatisfied with that I can now take a look at and shift? You know, and that is really where this conversation goes to another level of discomfort. It may not be comfortable, but it is growth is always expansion and that accomplishment outweighs and overrides any discomfort that was present prior to. So if it is a little uncomfortable to get in there and take a look at yourself by putting that self-mastery intention out there, by committing to making changes to improve yourself, in the end, as you take a look at those changes, the feeling that is drawn from that is so much more rewarding than any of the discomfort was uncomfortable. So that being said, where would you say, Troy, where would you say you are now uh, in your personal journey? How much do you feel that that self-mastery has taken present in your life? And in what ways can you see the growth that you've attained until now? Great question. And I believe you're reading my thoughts right now, right? The synchronicity in it. So coming into the self-mastery, I remember hearing that voice inside, right? I would hear that other voice in me all the time. It's just very subtle, quiet. Um, you're not good enough. Why did you do that? You hurt people. You're better off not being here. Just this, And just this subtle whisper all the time. That's not what I'm talking about here. This other voice that just, you begin to really listen and understand that it has your back in a way. You begin to understand it's communicating to help you be the best version of yourself. And the realization of what I first heard coming into this conversation of self-mastery was, and it was as if I was speaking to myself that I had to learn how to die in order to learn how to live. So who I thought I was isn't who I thought I was, right? And then the who question actually turned into what? What am I? What's inside this body that has all this power to create or destroy? So as I'm talking about that part for me, the ownership, the responsibility, the commitment, growth, now that moves me into the clock is ticking. I now realize from that experience and what I, the lesson I got from it is what are you waiting for, Troy? The clock is ticking. You are wasting this human life that you've been given by being afraid of yourself. So as I began to move towards this path, which at first it felt like it chose me, but it had always been there and I had now become aware of it and I chose it also. When I was a kid, writing and journaling and speaking were always things I got lost in, right? I didn't care about the result, but the creation of me just creating and being in that place brought so much joy to me. And look, 30 years later, look what I'm doing, the same exact thing. And I began to realize for myself that plan A was the only plan. I had always had one foot in and one foot out with everything that I did. Right. There was no commitment with myself. So realizing that plan A is the only plan there is, is taking my commitment 
and then creating the tools to show up with myself every day, right? No matter how I felt an hour ago, how I felt yesterday, what am I going to do today, right? Am I going to take ownership for this thing called my life? Wake up and place love in my heart. So for me, what I do daily, and it changes as I grow, right? Because I understand that what worked a month ago or worked a year ago might not work today so much. To adjust my routine as I grow so that I can adjust the level of the weight so that my muscles can get stronger. So currently for me, that is the meditation. Um, my conversation with myself, my self-talk, my affirming declarations, right? Journaling, getting stuff outside of me, checking in with myself throughout the day. Right? In the morning, the, the evening, and at night, I, I call it, I have my own version of what I call it, but I call it the three alarm reset because I always, we always have our phones with us. So instead of the phone using me, I'm beginning to use the phone for my benefit to check in with myself, right? Where are my emotions right now? Where are my thoughts and feelings right now? Am I getting the stuff done that I said I was going to get done? Am I showing up for myself today? The goal for me is just to win today so that I can win tomorrow. So that's the space I'm creating for myself and move, really moving towards it and not being afraid of the other side of myself. And I'm going to that place, like you said, but I'm not allowing myself to experience it. But let me just take a look at it and have better understanding of what this is inside of me so I can understand it because without doing that, um, I don't think we can understand anything in its entirety. So that's why we created the Facebook group, Internal Awakening, to get the practice, to get people the space to feel safe, to have these conversations. But we lead the way first. That's why we come on these podcasts, right, to have the conversation, to get more practice and place some more love in your heart, to implement the information that's in the body and to get better at it. So that my our finances could get better, our relationships could get better, right? Not to just show up and have a great conversation, but let's look for value. Let's look at how we can grow every day. And that's where I'm at in this conversation of growth right now, Mark. That's awesome. Uh, and I love the detail that you brought to that. To have a better understanding of what it is, what is it with the growth? What it, what does it mean? Where are we headed? How do you get better? Let's kind of land on that for a second and just have a little bit of a conversation here. Is it possible to improve things? I know some people say it is. Other people aren't so sure. Are we just floating around in a sea of random things that are happening around us? Or is there order? Is there structure? Is there a system here that is actually kind of right in front of us, but we may not understand it? And as soon as I think we say the words, I don't know, we fall back on, oh, well, I guess it just is. And what's interesting about our history as a species is that we're a very curious lot and we really want to know as much as we can know about things going on around us. And in every different topic, in every different level of different careers, from the scientists to the theologians to the philosophers, there's so many levels of our us seeking to uncover more truth. 
And, and that is, I think, a very familiar conversation that we're having as a species. What can we do to uncover the truth of our nature, of what's here in front of us? Is it true that some people are just kind of given to, born into, lucky to have advantages that others don't have? Is it that just that some people have and some people don't? Right. And and that conversation right there is is one that I feel is really close to my heart to understand that there is a system here and that even though we're all given different challenges uh, as we come into this world, I have become aware, thanks to a lot, uh, not only mentors and, and teachers, but seeing the effects of it in my own life. And as somebody has structured to me and said, take a look at this. And it has this happened in your life. I start seeing the synchronicities uh, from the information that they're sharing with me. And for me to see that I now see that there is a system here in place. There, that the whole phrase cause and effect is not just a catchy phrase that is actually at the heart of the science of what we're doing here and how we can make changes and we can go and be so many things that we can choose. We can just choose that we want to do things differently. And there are challenges attached to that. There are growth opportunities, as you were saying, Troy, uh, that we must face and grow into and things of that nature. Are we willing to do it, I think, is, is a huge thing. One of the things that one of my mentors uh, said in a teaching is once I have made the decision of something I choose to change or create, there's only two questions to ask. Am I willing and am I able? And those are two very powerful questions to ask ourselves when we're moving into a new area. And, and one of the biggest things is, am I willing to grow through it? As you said, am I willing to learn more about me? Am I willing to fail by not being certain of every aspect of this conversation so that I can grow, so that I can get the information of why that works or does it work? Am I willing to go in and take that, that step and say, I'm gonna do it this way. I'm encouraged to do it this way. And if that turns out to not be the right way, the universe is going to let me know, right, in its own way. It's going to show me that this wasn't exactly the best way to do that, and here's why. But I would, I would encourage everyone to know that when you step into a new arena like that for the challenge of the growth, there's excitement, but there's nervousness. No one wants to look incompetent. No one wants to look incapable. So I understand there's that nervousness of, you know, can I allow myself to learn while not looking like a fool? And there's a lot of that energy that may presence itself in the heart. Uh, I want to present myself as capable, as confident, like a lot of teachers and mentors do. They have grown through their processes and they step forward and say, here's what I know to be true. And they bring forth with them a level of confidence that attracts people to be with them. What I had to realize from my own journey was it was okay to not know it was okay to present myself as not having those answers to begin with in order to attain them. So now I have a clearer picture as to what it looks like for me to get to that level of mentorship that has that level of vibration to it. 
is by always leaving myself open to learn new things, always being willing to say, I don't know. And if someone has a piece of information, I don't asking them for it. Are you willing to teach me? Are you willing to show me? And that is a humbling experience that can cause so much growth. So I want to ask everyone out there, if you are willing to become the learner, are you willing to learn new things by admitting, by being authentic and saying, at this point, I do not know, but I intend to learn and I'm willing to learn. So I'm going to go ahead and be vulnerable and say, I do not know. And I wish to, I wish to learn. So I'm going to seek that information and draw it in. Uh, and so what's your experience been with that, Troy, um, of learning things, learning new things, opening yourself up to being teachable so that you can grow? You know, what's resonating with me right now, um, I'm a, I've always been an avid reader and have been, I love the, the love of words. So I actually just will end with this, actually, is by Murray Bodo. It says, both are important, the journey and the dream, the coming out and the entering in. Without the journey, the dream is a futile entering into yourself, where you ride a monotonous will that spins around you alone. With the journey, the entering in is itself a journey that does not end inside you, but passes through you, the self and out the other side of you, where you ride the will you found inside. To remain inside too long makes a journey a fairy tale odyssey, and the dream becomes illusion. The will must spin on the real road where your dream leads you. To remain on the road too long dims the dream until you no longer see it, and the road replaces the dream. The journey and the dream are one balanced act of love. And both are realized outside the mind. <laughs> My journey really has led me to where it always, I understand at some level now, the conversation always leads back to my heart. What am I putting in my heart? Right? I thought it was information that I was needing when I was in the university and when I needed to learn how to do the podcast or the information I needed in my marriage. But it was what's in my heart is what's going to show itself, right? <clears throat> Taking ownership of what's in my heart to another level because we all have unlimited amount of potential. And this is what I pose with anybody who's listening. There are no coincidences. Everything matters. You're here listening because your conversation, what's inside of you is resonating with what's inside of us. And you're looking for that freedom to take your growth to another level. And I would encourage that. So that's where I'm at right now, Mark, is this isn't just for us. This is somebody who's listening because truly I'm looking to help free people as I free myself. Absolutely. And I'm with you on that journey. Every day I look at myself as part of my process is the mirror work. And I ask myself what I can improve, what I can do today to become better. And that journey of self-mastery is, like you say, not just for me. It's for anyone who wants a part of that. 
and the better I can be, the better I can help. So uh, I want to remind everybody that if you're looking to have a deeper conversation with yourself and you want to find a group of people that is on that same journey to get around that vibration, check us out. Uh, Mark Maynard, Latroy Woods on Facebook at Internal Awakening. Come check out our group. Be part of it. Open up that dialogue for yourself because it's all about what we're willing to do and what you're willing to do on the way to the top so thank you for joining us today guys and have yourself a fantastic week the process isn't a choice we will be waiting for you at the path on the way to the top thank you for joining us today